What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So, um, Rob, yeah, that's my um, name. Yeah, that is well, your kind name. Of my name, and, and my, my name is Devo. I, I guess I, I, I well, you I already know. said it in the intro without yeah, you knowing true. you said it. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, I, I had an, an idea of how to present this. Um, and then I was like, no, that sounds creepy. But have you ever been excited for a 12-year-old? I mean, of whiskey, damn it. A 12-year-old I was trying to see where whiskey. you're going with that because I know you wouldn't say a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I think so, whiskey or any other type of spirit, uh, I, I think that's the only time that someone could get excited for like an underage it, it, when, when it comes to uh, well, not 18. It's over average age, at least. Right. So that's right. that's makes you feel a little better. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> So people are we doing a 12-year whiskey this week? Yes, we are. <laughs> what kind to of whiskey? Honest, I I uh it is Knob Creek. It's my knob, man. Oh uh, yeah. I found this and I was like, "You know what? I need to give Devo a reason to buy this because I already had it." And right. I'm like, "Devo, you want to do this one?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Do you want a bottle?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> of course like who <laughs> what, what knob creek fan is going to turn down knob creek 12 knob creek, well 15 is a little pricier that went up in price i got it for 120 and now i'm seeing it at like 150 oh shoot yeah i felt like uh price wise at least it being a 12 year um i i thought the price was pretty good for i, th- I think you said it was like 60 65 i think I yeah i think it was I 60 dollars it was 60 or 70 I think I've seen it at both prices. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing that bugs me is what, they're nine years, the $30 bottle? Right. So going from the mm-hmm. nine to 12, you almost, you double the price. Yeah. Uh, and, that kind of annoys me. difference. Yeah. Is it, and I know you lose more alcohol the longer you age it, blah, blah, blah. I mean, okay, cool. But that's a, I don't know. I'm just assuming that hopefully it's better bottles. You know, it's the same proof. It's 100 proof, right? Yeah, it's 100 proof. Um, from the looks of it, it's the same juice. It's just aged a little bit longer. Correct. Now, I will say there is like when you talk about like a six year, like a going from a nine to a 12 makes a big difference. Yeah, it can. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, and we'll see, we'll see what we think about it. I've, I, I, it's been a while since I've had this. So, and when I know we're going to record on a whiskey, I try to just not think about it too much and just enjoy the whiskey. Right. And not trying to hit on like notes and Uh stuff like that. So it's kind of like a fresh pour, but this is new to you, Devo. You have never had this. I have never had this and I did hold off, um, on opening it just for how hard was that was it hard it was actually pretty difficult because uh i almost opened it the when when i when (laughs) you had given it to me like meaning that day i mean you could have brought it home we still would record it on it i mean we're getting to a point where we eventually we're going to be running out of bottles that we haven't reviewed not running Mm -hmm. out but like bottles we're going to start reviewing a lot of bottles that we've had in the past right but it'll be interesting because we'll have a new palette on it. True. And I, I mean, we've even come into 
that type of situation with uh, our discussion on uh, which bottle to review with our patrons. Um, oh yeah, for that episode. So uh, there, there's been a few that they've suggested, and we're like, oh, we we did that one. I mean, it was a while ago, but I know. we did that one. I know. I know it's tough. I I kind of wonder if you're if you're newer to the podcast or you started listening in like the last six months. How far back have you gone? Like, reach out to us. Let us know. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, I'm going to start this a little earlier in the podcast. You can reach out to us on uh, TikTok, Instagram, email. TikTok and Instagram are at Whiskey Biz Podcast with a K because Devo. Whiskey, Whiskey comes, comes in. in cast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so you like took a second. So I didn't know. And I don't know if it's the delay in the video or whatnot. But um, and then. Uh, you can email us at whiskeybizpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. And if you want mm-hmm. to uh, chat with us and our fellow patrons, you can become a patron and get added to like special chat groups for just patrons. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Devo, do you have anything else to say about this? I mean, the bottle's uh, no, the same. The bottle's the same. Uh, the only thing that's different is the wrapper itself. And it is more of like a um a navy blue dark yeah blue. it is it is Midnight a navy blue. i would probably say i'd probably go with navy but it might be a little light for a navy blue it's a nice color it's very nice with the gold that uh gives yeah. a great accent on it now what's the regular color devo is it like a, a black it's black yeah okay is yeah. it a black jesus that <laughs> yes it's a so black wrong. label yeah Thank you for clarifying, Devo. <laughs> you just saved my ass right there. That was that was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, but I, I love when uh, I love the fact that they ended up changing the um, texture of the bottle. I know I said that when we first did. Oh yeah, uh, one of the one twenties, uh, or sorry, a store pick that we ended up doing. Um, and we made a comment originally on it, and it, I don't know. Like, it, it's a great bottle. I hope they never change it. Um, it. They do have a good bottle. It's like that rectangular shape, and then it's like uneven. It's almost yeah. like it was handmade kind of glass. Yeah, you get like those inconsistencies. Yeah, they did a great job with this. Uh, no, no questions asked. Um, I did notice because. I am not a big fan of having the wax on the top. Right. And you, it's just more of like the inconvenient. Well, I'd already opened this. Right. 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 This was open. Oh yeah. I took the normally do. Yeah. I took the, the wax off the top. It's not even, I doubt it's even, I'm sure it's not real wax. It's probably like some weird options. It feels waxy, but it, it might be more of like a almost like a or plastic, like a rubber, like a polyurethane type. Yeah. Of. So I took the I accidentally took off the. Well, it's kind of like you know when, with as a guy with like ADHD, you see something like kind of coming off, and then you just have to peel it off. Mm-hmm. Much like scabs. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. I just normally don't offer that information up to random people, <laughs> but yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, shit, all this stuff I've said on this, uh, but the, the plat, the top top underneath the wax is actually just plastic. Yeah. But the, it's, it's kind of disappointing. Well, 
from the looks of it, it it looks like it's got a synthetic cork. Um, but I can go ahead and pop the bottle. Yeah, let's let's Mine's hear let's hear a new. nice pop. Jesus, that was Good, loud right? as shit. Holy crap, Devo! Yeah, and it's a synthetic. Think, uh, it's a synthetic cork. I think that's what my ears sound like once you land on an airplane. Well, you don't land on the airplane, but the airplane lands and you're in it. And you know, and like you pop your ears. I swear to God, that's how my ears felt when you like just listening to the pop. Yeah, I've, I've maybe I'm over exaggerating, but that was good. Uh, Have you? I like no, it. No, I haven't. Oh, I'm I was like, kidding. damn. I wonder if I can even. Oh no, the the pop on this one was dog shit. So this is that like kind of they're trying to make a fake cork like a cork, but it's it it failed horribly. Hmm. It's got. It's not the hybrid. uh, No, no, it's not the hybrid. But it is tight enough to have um, confidence in the seal when you go to put the the cap back on. So it's like having a a condom that wrapped on all the way, and you're not concerned that little some of your children are going to come out around the condom. Right. Right. Exactly. That that is why I was starting to chuckle. It's because that's all I could think about. Yeah, you know one thing, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this, but women complain about ch- uh, like carrying around children for nine months, ten months, and completely understandable. The thing they don't re- realize is we carried them around for like 25 years. <laughs> well, and then the amount that you end up sending, like the the amount of troops that you end up sending in, when the number of times that they have turned our balls blue. Like that has to give us some credit, right? Like (laughs) this one went off the rails, (laughs) right? But you know what I'm saying? And I mean, what, what more proper label than to talk about blue balls with a blue label? That is true. Uh, that is great correlation. I, I can appreciate that. Um, I saw, I pulled that one out of my ass right there because I had no idea. I just saw the blue label as I looked over the ground and I was like, Oh, perfect. Blue balls, blue label. Damn. It's got a decent so, amount of cherry notes and oak. So which, what I was going to say is this reminds me of like a oakier, smoother nine-year. Like nose, yeah. on the nose. It, 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 yeah. The characteristics of Knob Creek carry through through every bottle I've had of Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. It's Spicy, just there's some hot. slight discrep- slight not discrepancies, differences. This, right. it smells, it's inviting if you like Knob Creek. So... I'm going to say on the nose, you're going to want to enjoy Knob Creek to get to this. But that goes back to what I've said for the last, like, what, 70 episodes. Start with the cheapest ones on the list on their on, in their roster. If you enjoy it or slightly, like, you have any enjoyment of it, you're going to like their other whiskeys most right, of the that's, time. That's usually the small batch when it, when it comes to a lineup um, from a distillery. The small batch is usually the um, quote-unquote lower end. This is a small batch. Yeah, I know. I, I was just saying because oh, this, I, is, I, I gotcha. this is the small batch that uh, was just aged a little bit longer. I have a feeling so it's, it's also a s- hundred proof. Uh, yeah, just I have like a- their nine Sorry. year. Um, I have a feeling it's a smaller small batch than the small batch for small batch nine year. Yeah, um, probably due to the bottles. 
It's welcoming. Um, a little bit of, uh-huh. It's welcoming. It is. And there's, um, as it's like opening up a little bit before taking the, the first sip, um, it, it uh, has a little bit of the ethanol coming through and a little bit of the spice, which is what you get on um, and the spice being, I, I feel like it's a mixture between like a, a cinnamon and a pepper. Um, not fully cinnamon, but also not fully pepper. So there could be some uh, nutmeg notes, uh, <laughs> since that's what we have talked about for baking spices when when we're saying like, oh, it's a little bit spicy, but it's not cracked pepper. Um, but it is. You might be right. Remind, it uh, it it does definitely remind me of the nine year, and I haven't had the nine year in a in a while, in a hot minute. Um. The but legs was, are really thick on this one. Oh, I know. I saw Holy that. Shit. Uh, it's bit. like a, it's like a fucking line, <laughs> like yeah. a thick line. It's yeah. It's pretty dark too. I didn't. We didn't even mention the color. It's 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 among the darker non high proof. Yeah. Um, like I'm, and when I say high proof, I'm thinking like one fifteen plus pretty it's pretty dark right it's like a it's almost like a reddish not a reddish well kind of reddish like an amber a dark amber i guess that's what i was getting to um first sip though super super smooth um threw me off a little bit uh obviously because i i do really enjoy my normal go-to sipper which is the nine year um so first sip, I was kind of like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, I know you love Knob Creek 9. I feel like this is much more of like a, you're with someone just chilling, and you're like, hey, you want a nice glass of whiskey? Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you can enjoy this by yourself, but it's more of like a, I don't know, it's just a, cla- not classier, I don't know how to say it, like a classier version of the nine-year. It's, it's, yeah, especially if you know the person isn't as, um, into, or isn't as much into like spicy or hot. Um, this one is definitely a better one to offer up, um, because at least off of the first sip, it's heck of a lot smoother. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's still spicy as much. It's still spicy. Yeah. The spice notes do come through still. But, um, like you can kind of, there's not as much of a burn as, uh, the nine year has. I could see that. I kind of get like like the same front, like front of the palate as the nine year, maybe slightly less, uh, intense, but you still get all the flavor. It just doesn't like hit you like that. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of falls into this nice, like, oaky. I, it's still not sweet. Knob Creek, I never can get the sweetness out of it. But and no, I'm, but there's a little caramel. I, I I will say that there's a little bit of a caramel um, feel to it. Yeah, it's almost gonna say, say more vanilla. But yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, you, you're you're uh, yeah yeah you're probably better with this. You you've experienced it a lot more than me. <laughs> yeah, there's been plenty of uh, Knob Creek bottles that have gone through my <laughs> my household. 
There's definitely caramel and vanilla on the nose. Yeah. So I, I can um, see where you're coming from. And and a decent amount of oak, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that does follow through um, on the palate and into the finish, um, at least off of the first sip. Um, but I will say nine-year usually finishes a little bit spicier with a like yes. more of like a hint of oak rather than this one has obviously since it was aged a little bit longer um has more oak coming through on the finish i'm wondering too if like because knob creek has single barrel barrel selects but mm-hmm. those are also following in a lot in line with the nine year they're like nine year single barrel selects mm-hmm Right, and those are usually about sixty bucks, sixty-five bucks as well. Maybe fifty. Only, I think we saw a few at fifty, but usually around sixty bucks, and they're at one hundred and twenty proof. Yeah, I was gonna say the only difference is uh, that they're at one hundred and twenty. Which uh, I'm trying to remember the bourbon uh, requirement. It's that it has to be bottled or no barreled at one. 25? No more than 140, I think. Oh, is it 140? I think so. I, I We need to refresh up on that. And we'll be putting out an episode soon where we do a breakdown of like, what does it mean to be bourbon? What does it mean to be rye? We've been, uh, life's been a little hectic and things that we think we're going to be able to do uh, take a little longer than we expect them to. Right. And we aren't talking about sex. That just doesn't generally happen for us. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you, Devo. I think I was gonna say no comment. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, no. Um no, when you when you said that like it takes longer, I was like, hmm. I I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but it <laughs> this is <laughs> Jesus. Now we this got is giggles. what happens when we have Knob Creek almost right? every time we've had yeah, a there's bottle always... of Knob Creek. You're no right. No matter the proof, no matter... Although I don't think I've seen any Knob Creeks under 100. No, we, we agreed on that, that there is no Knob Creek currently available that's under 100 proof. The yeah, 15 is 100 also 100 proof. Okay. And then um, the rye, I believe, is 115. 115, yeah. And they're... Bar- uh, no, the the highest ooh, is one twenty. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I've had oh, a barrel select rye. Oh yeah, no, the, we did a review on it, it, but it was a it was a sticker. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, the ones that people like hunt after. Oh yeah, 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 a tater sticker. Tater sticker. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, the actually talking about proofs. I picked up a 2019 edition of their barrel strength rye. Really? And it's actually at 118 proof. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'd never seen that. It was bottled in like, I think it was bottled in 2011, barreled in, I'm sorry, barreled in 2011, bottled in 2019. Oh. I figured if I bought it, I'd either enjoy it or if you were like, hey, I kind of want that, then you'd buy it. (laughs) So, you know, it was one of those purchases. I'm like, "Ah, I'm cool with it. So (laughs) kind of what I did with uh, 
our most recent Patreon episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you want to hear me and uh, I'm not going to say anymore. There's some spoilers. Like there's some twists and turns in that episode. And you'll hear Victor like you'll hear in his voice anguish. <laughs> Victor joined us and there was true like sadness in his voice from this episode. From from that episode, I was uh, afraid that he was never going to hop on with us ever again. <laughs> hey, we said, hey, hop on on the next recording. We'll we'll have a good one. And sure enough, it was a good one. So uh, he missed out. That's his yeah. fault. We we kind of have been on a little bit of a dry spell on like good whiskeys. So we wanted to go over this and kind of get an idea, too, if it's is it that good? Right. And and it's one of those things where uh we we do have uh a few in the lineup that uh or on deck, I don't know what you want to call it, but um that we're planning on doing that we're still not so sure of. Um so stay tuned for those. But this one is definitely like the second sip. I know I think you I think I saw you take a third sip. Um I think that was my second. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. But I lose track. The, the oak definitely came through a lot more, which is very nice. Uh, like I, I'm kind of liking the fact that it's not punching me in the face, which that's what I feel like uh, the regular small batch is the nine year. Um, and that's why I like it or like <laughs> the nine year. But this one, maybe it's just that I like the knob. I don't know. So just to, just to clarify for the listeners, right? Like, when you say you like that it's not hitting you in the face, you're liking that it's not like you don't get that ethanol harsh, that like Bernie harsh. It's well balanced, and it, but it still gives you full flavor. Right. Is that kind of I just because I don't yeah, I don't yeah, think no, you're that, thinking that like definitely makes sense. Uh, I, I'm thinking of how, you know, you and I have been on so many episodes that we kind of understand what the other person is saying. Yeah. That's my fault for not uh, doing a full explanation of getting hit in the face with a bunch of spice and a bunch of heat. Um, This one, like there's, I didn't get much of a burn. I don't know if you got a a burn, but uh, the, the, I think that, I think it's the like cherry notes that are going through that are like calming the uh spices down and which is probably why i was getting like a a cinnamon cracked pepper type of uh feel on the first nose i i I see where you're coming from ironically on my second sip i actually got a decent amount of cherry okay and it did i will say it almost came across like slight medicinal cherry Oh, but no. it was like it was it was slight, like it was still very enjoyable. Not, not Sudafed, but <laughs> no, it wasn't like you just had like Robitussin. You make that face like, oh fuck, this oh, is gonna uh, make that's me feel what great. I was of. You know what I'm talking apparently, about? Apparently, I was thinking of meth. Uh, no, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sudafed. I think is used. I think Robitussin too. I think there's oh, really? there's there might be alcohol in Robitussin or something where, like, you have to be over eighteen to buy it. I think that's why it was Sudafed that has has it. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. If you make but 18, uh, you have to be eighteen. So if you make crack or any drugs, 
and you want to give us a little backstory into this, feel free to reach out to us anonymously uh, and let us know because we're truly interested and I'm afraid as shit to look up how do you make meth. Well, no, just, we just like look they, up uh, Breaking Bad. We just watched Breaking Bad over. But do they give you a rundown on like how to make meth? I, I never want not, to make meth, not, but not I'm a, like curious now which one it is. How? I mean, they kind of show like different steps of it, but uh, one one of the episodes... Uh, Jesse Pinkman. Um, if you haven't seen the show, I apologize, but I mean, he's just a character in there. Um, he says that it's, it's hard to get pseudo at some of the places in that. Ah, so yeah. Do you imagine going in to get pseudo fed and walking out with like 20 boxes? (laughs) I just, I, That was Working part of his explanation home. as to why he wasn't able to get enough of the supplies. Yeah. Was that he that he was getting like, uh, well, I guess for relevance, uh, he was getting shadow banned from the uh, different stores. Fair. For good reason. You know, this, it's honestly growing on me too. It's just, I'm, I'm not going to say it's well balanced because... I mean, it has a nice balance where there's no flavors like truly kicking out. But when I think of balanced, I feel like it's a li- maybe a because it does sit kind of sweet. It kind of like yeah. has a spicier forward. It's more spicy forward. Then it kind of sits out into like an oaky spice and then finally sits like an oaky sweet. OK, yeah, because I was going to say it, the the finish is definitely more of like an oak finish which is something that I do enjoy. Um, and if you're a scotch drinker, not like a smoky, oaky, uh, peaty finish, it's it's more of, you know. Uh, it's more like good smoked barbecue food where it takes on the characteristics, but it's not like encapsulated in them. Right, right. Not like chalky or anything like that, It's if that makes any sense. Um, I don't know. It, like you said, it, it's definitely pleasant. Um, I'm glad we did this one, especially <laughs> after the last few episodes that we've had. So, um, uh, this time we can actually say like, oh, well, I'm probably going to always like stuff that's coming out of Knob Creek. Um, but you know, I was just thinking about it. We just said we haven't had a good whiskey for a while. We just had E.H. Taylor single barrel. That was that was pretty damn good whiskey, but we're gonna ignore uh, that and just forget about that. And that was may have wanted the hundredth episode. Eh, fuck it. You know, we were both we both thought this bottle. So I mean, yeah, I was like, it, I've been wanting to do it. It's kind of a. I feel like it's not as hard to find as a lot of bottles, but it's harder to find. Like I should say, like the hot bottles in the market, right? But it is a harder bottle to find. I don't come across this very often. I'll see no. it, yeah. but it's it's seasonal. It's kind of like, oh, I see, I found it, Devo. You want one? And I'm guessing that's going to be a bottle that you're going to be like, hey, if you if you come across twelve year, let me know. I'll take one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, just unless just like I see it every bullet week. Bourbon or sorry, uh, barrel proof, barrel strength. Yeah, barrel strength. Sorry. Yeah. No, I know barrel strength, full proof. There's all sorts of fun ones. Barrel-proof cask strength and whatnot. So, you but, know, I did find out what foolproof meant. Do you know what foolproof means? 
uh, full proof it, versus it, barrel it's, proof. It's, barrel it, strength. It's what was poured in. It was the it's the proof it's that the it was proof poured in. Was, yeah. So I thought that you lost proof over age, but you actually gain proof over age. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. I got confused by that. Um. So yeah. So like when you look at like Weller full well, proof, benchmark was... full proof. It goes up in proof, and then they water it down to the original proof that it was put into the barrel. Okay, yeah, because uh, I I think that's what I had read is that it uh the bourbon has to be barreled at one twenty five. Um, I think that's why that number came into my mind. Um, and then it's proofed down. Um, uh, in most cases. Gotcha. Can't be below eighty, but we'll go over that in a the, yeah in a the, side episode. episode. You guys probably, if you followed us long enough, you probably drink enough bourbon to do a little research on your own. But we'll do it as a side thing, and hopefully catch on to a few little things here and there. I think our plan is to release it on Wednesdays, right <laughs> when we get around to actually oh, recording. <laughs> I know, and they're um, gonna be like ten minute episodes, and we can't find time. It's like. I feel like we're both at like work's been crazy for me and I'm like irritated with work and stuff and I get done and I'm like, you know, there's sometimes I'm like, I don't want to fucking record even though like for me and it probably is for you too. It's annoying, like making the time, not annoying, but like sometimes it's hard to make that time, but it's kind of like our getaway, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's that weird thing. It's like going to a gym, right? This forces us to do it and get away. Right. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, but uh, I was just thinking about how, like, we said that it, 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 these episodes that we're talking about, uh, they'll be like 10, maybe 15 minutes at most. And we even said, like, oh, you know, we'll jump on uh, during the lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have not been able to, <laughs> like, when I know what, what time your lunch is, like, <laughs> I have not been able to be like, yep. All right, I can do it this uh this day on the, uh if you're able to, because that day goes and I'm like, oh shit, I did. Uh, it's already like two o'clock. Yeah, I get I'm it. Like, Fuck. Well, I get it. That. Yeah, I get it. You can always tell me at two o'clock. Maybe I could take my ten minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I. It's it's very nice. It's it's one that uh. Uh, encourages conversation, and I think I I feel like that's how it is for most Knob Creek um, products. Is that think, it encourages conversations? It depends on what type of conversation is going to end up happening, depending on the proof and how hot it is. But gotcha. uh, I feel like this one, although I I haven't had the fifteen. I don't know if you've had the fifteen, but I've uh, tried it. Okay. I can't remember it well. And okay. I, I don't have a comparison. I want to do an actual episode on the 15 and not do a comparison. Uh-huh. It'd probably be good. Maybe I'll bring the 12 back for the 15 okay. to do a comparison. So maybe sense. maybe do the 15 for like Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll do that. Okay. But but uh, <laughs> so if, if you listen back to any of our previous Knob Creek episodes, um, this one... That we're trying tonight makes me feel like I need to be a little bit cleaner, if that makes any sense. I, I don't cleaner. know if it's because uh, the the fact that it's not punching me in the face, it's not making me feel 
um <laughs> i don't know riled up i don't i don't know like i, well, I have there, there's a different feel to this one well it's almost like you know when we were rowdy at younger ages and drinking more and like we couldn't afford good alcohol right so like True. when you have those like hot like gritty whiskeys from our past like even mm-hmm. like bullet if i have that like i'm getting kind of hyped up oh right? yeah like yeah exactly because that's an og for us right and mm-hmm. like you, you pour me like a glass of Jim Beam or something, I'm getting hyped up because that's like, it throws me back into a different era. And that's kind of cool about bourbon. Like if you have a bourbon, you can remember like if it's a memorable bourbon, meaning good enough bourbon, you're going to remember where the fuck you had that at Mm -hmm. for the first time. First time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's one of those that like, it was a special occasion one and then you got rich or you could find the <laughs> bottle all of a sudden all the time. And now all you do is drink it. You're going to remember that first one. So like, this is very, this is like, this is kind of a memorable bottle, especially at the price point. Mm-hmm. It's good. Definitely. It is really yeah. good. And uh, I think a with, big improvement over the nine year. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it comes across a lot smoother. I did the swish. Um, I didn't spice, do that yet. Still, still a little bit more spice forward on the palate, but evens out with like a, a nice cherry caramel. Um, like it, it moves and flows as weird as that sounds. Or I say as weird as that sounds, only thinking mm-hmm. of like if you're not as big of a whiskey drinker as we are. Um. It it, it 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 flows into the next flavor because then the the final flavor for me that hit and ended up on the finish was more oak, um, and I'm still getting like cherry hints, which is nice instead of like the yeah. caramel vanilla uh, that you normally get on on the back end of a, a of the palette and finish. I'm Agreed. getting more cherry. Agreed. Yeah, and I'm wondering if like why it comes why the cherry comes across as like slightly medicinal is because of the spice. Right? Like that be. cinnamon and mm-hmm. pepper, and then you put it with cherry flavor, like it's gonna kind of come across kind of medicinal. Right. But it's it's you can tell it's a higher end whiskey. Just yeah. with like how it the flavors it comes across. There's no like Maybe there's a mild bitterness, but like it's extremely mild. It sits nicely on the palate. The finish is very clean. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it sits there. You know it was there. You aren't like reaching for it because you're like, oh, the flavor's all gone. Like it sits there nicely and just it, it's just it's just nice. Yeah. And it I I think this would I'm trying to think of, no, I do have other celebratory bottles or like special occasion type bottles that are around this pricing too. So, but th- this, this rolls right into like, I I wouldn't have this unless I'm like celebrating something or needing, I, I, I don't know. <sighs> 
not an attab no i i think i would still save this i think this is uh right there for me with each I, th- I think i would still hold off on eh taylor over this one uh single barrel but um this one kind of falls with uh heaven's door oh actually right now that's the only one that i can think of <laughs> that I, I that i've been kind of saving i agree this this does have like you want to keep keep you aren't going to go to this as a daily drinker no you're gonna have this with like some friends or like you just you're gonna one night you're gonna get up and you're gonna be like oh what am i gonna have and it's like i'm gonna have knob creek 12 but you're probably Mm -hmm. gonna have one glass of it you're not gonna go through a bunch of it maybe two glasses Mm -hmm. but you're not gonna have like two devo pour glasses right no just gonna have like two nice pours yeah because I poured kind of a big pour for this one. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, it was a big pour. he, he, went, he a big went a pour bigger pour. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, I should have matched him. <laughs> so I wanted a nice pour of it. I did, it, But even still, I probably had a pour and a half, maybe what what's that, three ounces. Mm-hmm. And it's lasted this whole time. Like, I've been just sipping at it. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm kind of shaken up because... I don't remember liking it as much as I do right now. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, just being that, you know, uh, my son's only four months old. Like I, I, if someone were to have given this bottle to me, um, I mean, feisty shout out to you for getting me heaven's door, um, for, uh, Noah. But if someone were to give this one to me, I would be just as stoked. Uh, like after tasting it and it'd oh, for be, sure uh, along those lines where like I, I would wait to have this with someone if we're celebrating like either a promotion or a new job or uh, you know, a, a housewarming gift type deal. Um, this is one that like, I feel like Chris would even like this one. I think he would. I think the whole cast would. Um, I do. We mentioned what, Chris, I, but I don't know if, how, how long it's been since he's been on that. Dude, so. <laughs> it's been a while. They're, they're probably like, who the fuck's this Chris, dude? I think it's been, you know, for us, it was like last week, in essence, right? Like in our heads, it wasn't that long ago, but it was probably like five, six months ago. Yeah, it was February, I think. Or yeah. J- January. Maybe maybe longer. It may have been longer. Well, no, because we into did that last one episode year. with, we did that one episode with the full cast up in Vegas. You're right. We did have that one. That one was a shit show, but that was also on Patreon. Oh. So well, if you're a patron, uh, just be like, if you're a patron, you get to listen to a bunch of shit that we say that we can't take back. So, <laughs> yeah. Because I, mean, I technically, like, we can't take back anything that we say on, uh, the platforms that we're on you're you're correct they can uh, in terms of the companies that we're uh putting these through but we are um, 99 percent unedited on the regular platform there is that one percent that we're like fuck did i really just say that (laughs) and then you know it's like ah maybe we take it out but on patreon we are more inappropriate and nothing is ever taken out so 
if you do want to experience that side of us and you get to, so like if you join now, you get to hear all of our, all of our prior Patreon episodes. And I think we're at Mm -hmm. like 15 or so now. So you get to experience the past as well as the present and future. Yeah. And the low end three bucks, three bucks a month. So, and that's just to kind of help us offset the uh, costs of the whiskey. I mean, and, and the business, but you know, that is what it is. So, uh, Devo, do you want to oh hop in your review? Yeah. Oh, did um, I say that I want to do a blind between this and E.H. Taylor single barrel? I or even if it's I not blind, do a side by side. I I think I'd be able to pick out between the two. I think we do um, it in person. We do it as okay. an in person one. I'll bring mine. I'm gonna have I'll, plenty. So I'll I'll have to. Well, we will have to uh, convene off air and figure out. Because we have yeah. another one that we have to do with Elijah Craig, uh, small batch. Oh yeah, speaking shit. of small batches, um, where we did. Can a... you stop talking about my balls? What do you mean? I'm just kidding. You said speaking of small batches. I said oh. don't talk about my balls. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but uh, we we're doing an experiment, so to speak, of like fresh bottle compared to a three month and six month uh, pop. So yes. well, pop and whether, pour. Yeah, pop and pour. Uh, sorry. Yeah, like the uh, opening of or uh, yeah, letting letting the the bottle open. Yeah, um, and basically getting rid of the neck pour. Right. And right. The, right. Yeah, and then the fresh crack's gonna have the neck pour. Right. So, <laughs> which we'll see. I, I I wonder how Still that's skeptical. gonna be because I think I gave you a neck pour of two well actually it would end up being three of the uh bottles that are in the lineup right now um no joe like seriously though when you're thinking of that like maybe some things sit down right like your your fluids don't stay completely mixed all the time but they're gonna be pretty well mixed the neck pour is considered a neck pour because it's a fresh bottle and no air's been introduced after it was bottled. Right. It's not because it's any different than the rest of the bottle. And you introduced right. air by pouring it into a bottle. So it's no <laughs> yeah. longer a neck pour. Essentially. Yeah. But Just that's, saying, that, like, that's what that's think, what the experiment is uh for. <laughs> so Yes. Yes. We want to see. I still think it's crap, but that's why we did this or we're going to do this. Hopefully that's in shit. We got to do it kind of soon, but we'll Mm -hmm. figure that out. I'll get you some tasters of it all. Okay. Um, But to go to my rating. um, Yes. That thing. I think it's at a, it's at a 4.75 for me. Um, I, I, and I think I gave, uh, the nine year four point five. It, it's a little bit better, yes. but it's not quite a five for me. Um, and I think it's mainly the spice and um, slap in the face factor. But it's so gosh darn smooth. <laughs> yes. Now I will say, like, if you're new to bourbon, I don't think you're gonna think this is smooth. 
But if you're a bourbon drinker, you're going to be like, damn, this is smooth. It gives you plenty of punch. I'll, I'll go get to that in my review. Go ahead. Sorry. I get <laughs> ahead of gives, myself, it, I think, a lot. <laughs> it, it gives great amount of flavor. Um, and the flavors that I enjoy, especially with the oaky finish, um, it, it's just super enjoyable. Uh, value rating is, is on par as well. I'd give it a, actually, I'd give it a 4.75 as well. And if it becomes too hard to find, I think I would pay up to 80 for this. Interesting. So you give it just a slightly lower rating than uh, single barrel. You'd be willing to pay up to 150 for single barrel of E.H. Taylor. Right. That's why I said that I would hold E.H. Taylor uh, above this? this one in okay. terms of like I would hold off on E.H. Taylor. Huh? I did. I think did I give. Oh, I did. I bump myself up to a five. I think. It, no. Did I give my. No, I think I did. Did, I think did you guys talked me into it. You guys talked me into it. We might. So maybe have. I did give a five. <laughs> Fuck. Um, um, but I spoiler, would so have this. just go back and listen. Um, I would definitely have this uh, with a cigar. Um, it's a celebratory type of uh, bottle for me. Um, so campfire, it, it depends on the situation for like a, a bonfire campfire type deal meaning the people yes <laughs> and uh, meaning like like if we had this uh because we had some whiskey and cigars before um my wedding or the night before like this bottle would definitely be on my list of like yeah i want to enjoy that okay you know what i mean for for that yeah. type of event um so yeah uh phenomenal uh if you find it if you see it and it's between like the the 60 and 70 dollar range i I would say definitely grab it definitely i like it it makes your budget i'm I'm, I'm not wanting to like put you uh mixing i think it might make an interesting like smoked old-fashioned i don't even think you have to smoke it I think it'll yeah, give it kind right. of that smokier side. But I, I'm with you there. Um, so I'm going to give it... So I was I was contemplating a lot on this. I think I gave um, Knob Creek nine year, which wasn't an actual episode. It was an add-on in an episode. Or was it an episode and then we brought in Bone Snapper? <laughs> No, uh, so I don't Bone think Snapper was... was the episode. Um, and... No, Bone Snapper was added into an episode. Bone Snapper X-Ray Rye? Maybe, well, it was, on, it was on the same episode. Okay, so yeah, we did we did uh, Knob Creek nine year. And then you brought Bone Snapper for us to try. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the, the... Yeah. Yeah. So... Special I gave feature. It, type I believe deal. I gave it a four. And I have to say, my my biggest gripes about and it's not even really gripes, it's still a four. Like that's a that's you know something that I will drink if it's around, right? Like and I would potentially buy if I didn't have so many fucking bottles. I have right. talking about Knob Creek. I currently have 
five different bottles of Knob Creek. <laughs> and you're not necessarily a Knob Creek. Uh, I have six bottles of Knob Creek. <laughs> I have a single barrel rye. I have a single barrel bourbon. I have a barrel strength rye. I have the night. I have a small bat, a single barrel select. Nine year single barrel select. I have the 12 year and I have the six, uh, the 15 year. So, and, but I'm not, not a Knob Creek guy because I think Knob Creek makes really good stuff. Mm -hmm. My biggest gripe with the nine year was that it's just, it's, it's very spice forward and there's a lot of ethanol and it's hot, Mm -hmm. right? Like for the, which is good if you like high proof whiskeys and you like, if you like high proof whiskeys, you'll like Knob Creek, right? It just lower proof. And that's why it didn't quite like it didn't quite have that balance in the nine year, but the twelve year, huge difference. There is yeah. much more balance. You get all of the flavor from the nine year, the spice, that you get a little more sweetness on the twelve. You definitely get more oakiness, but you're not missing flavor. You're just missing like some harshness out of it. Yeah. At a so it's the flavor's not gone. It's just that it's not. It's much smoother. It's nicer. And I, shit, they did a good job with this one. That they did. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four point seven five. I was Ooh, not anticipating geez. that. <laughs> I wasn't. But then I was starting to think, okay, all the foolproof whiskeys that I love, and I think we're both kind of we'll always love foolproof whiskeys or high proof whiskeys. Yeah. But I think we're starting to see that there are like some really good 100 to 110 proof bottles out there that have all the flavor that you want in a full proof, but they don't kick your ass. Like you mm-hmm. could easily have three, three, you could kill, you and I could kill a bottle of this in a night. Yeah. Yeah. And no questions asked. I mean, we'd definitely be trash but not feeling yeah. absolutely horrible <laughs> well you'd wake up like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 7 a.m i'd wake up at like 9 because you you couldn't sit still for that long or you left the fucking hotel room and accidentally slammed the door and i'm like fuck you guys are up and i'm gonna be like kind of like Wait, one I eye closed that? because no nah, i mean it's just kind of how it happens those doors slam so loud like try and close a fucking hotel room door at a at a ho- like hotel casino. Those fucking things are like they're designed to snap closed. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which just, is good I, I think bad. it's a safety thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what they could do better on this one. I think it just doesn't quite hit that point. Like E. H. Taylor single barrel was better. In mm-hmm. my eyes, at this moment, trying to remember back, E.H. Taylor single barrel was a little more balanced. It had that same smoothness, same proof. This is more spice forward. It has a nice oakiness level to it. I just think the the flavors out of E.H. Taylor single barrel were a little better. But with that being said, if you can't find E.H. Taylor single barrel and you come across this bottle, oh, pick it up it. because, I mean... It has some similarities, not completely, because they're still different whiskeys out of completely yeah, different it. distilleries. You have well, Jim and, Beam and, versus Buffalo Trace. And and the other thing that E.H. Taylor has over this is that it's bonded. 
So there's there's other uh, requirements for E.H. Taylor, um, or for the one that we're 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 talking about. Well, I think all E.H. Taylors are bonded. Yes, but, they're all bonded. Um, they they have other uh, requirements that they have to fulfill for it, them to get that label. So I wonder how many whiskeys technically qualify to be a bonded bourbon, and they're just like, ah, it's. I don't want to pay the FDIC to show up, right? To get that stamp, like <laughs> seriously, like you could meet all the other requirements. The FDIC doesn't show up. Now that I'm thinking of it, is there anything out of Jim Beam's distillery? There's Rittenhouse Rye, right? Rittenhouse, uh, isn't that Rittenhouse? no? That's that's Heaven Hill. R- I don't. Rittenhouse Rye is bonded oh. though too. Yeah, but that's out of Heaven Hill anyway. Um. It's a Jim Beam bonded and uh freaking uh, D- uh, Victor's favorite bottle. Old tub. Yeah. Is bonded. Those are the only two bonded that I know out of Jim Beam distillery. There may be others, but those are like. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I wonder if, well, because you got Wild Turkey 101, too. So I wonder if 101, they decided to do that just so that they didn't, so that they can mass produce what, what they made. I don't um, know. Cause I don't know. You can, feel mass like produce a, uh, you can mass produce a bonded whiskey. I mean, yeah. But it has to be from the same distillery, same season. Same, true. <sighs> I I don't know. I I I have a feeling because I I feel like Old Tub does really well, and then also Jim Beam bonded is is it's okay. They're single barrel though. Um, <laughs> oh the Bakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the Jim Beam single barrel. Yeah, did Jim we Beam have that? Barrel. We had that. It was like the fourth or fifth episode, dude. <laughs> we had this single barrel so long ago. So sure, yeah, it was around the time that we had uh, Old Forester 100. What Jim Beam single barrel are you talking about? Baker's we did, but that's a single barrel out of there. Yeah, give me. I don't remember doing a Jim Beam single barrel. I know I've had the Jim Beam single barrel and it's actually quite tasty, but I might be thinking of the bonded. I, I think you might be. It's okay. It's fine. It's not yeah, that's great. that's what I'm thinking of. It's kind of like, I mean, for the price, it's pretty good. I think it's like 23 bucks. It's not bad. It's good. Um, So I didn't, uh, so value rating, I'm, I'm with you there. I think the, the price is great, but I'd probably pay up to 100 for it. Now, if oh, you listen really? to this in Damn. five okay. years, you listen to this in five <laughs> years, maybe a hundred bucks isn't like possible. Who knows? Especially if we keep up this inflation rate, but, mm-hmm. uh, which that was one of the talking points that I was wanting to make at least uh, for California. Cause I saw, uh, um, I, I saw a news article, j- just the, the headline. I didn't end up going actually into the article, but that, uh, there was inflation, uh, relief that they were going to be sending out to uh, Californians. And I was like, "Well, fucking just take away some of our taxes. Like, what? Are, what are we doing here?" 
do they realize that that's not going to help inflation? I don't know if you could see it. We did do a Jim Beam single barrel. Do we really? Do I still uh, have that? I do still have that. Label. You're right. That was a good one. Uh, February 13th, I think of. Of this year? Of this year, yeah, because there's a PS5 that makes in sense. the background. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good bottle. You're right. That was a good bottle. I think that was like a 4.25 bottle, though. It wasn't like anything crazy. No, but it, it but Baker's was, I think, a four and a half bottle. That's out of Jim mm-hmm. Beam. But Jim Beam makes good products. Knob Creek makes good stuff. It's just I, I, buyer beware on the, the Knob Creek side. If you're not a big spice forward bourbon kind of person, and, stay and away. And definitely heat. Uh, I yeah. will give that as well. That there's a lot of heat that comes in from uh, Knob Creek, and first, the very first time that I had Knob Creek, um, actually one of our roommates uh, way back in the day gave me one of the um, little shooters that they sell at like Total Wine and all of that. He gave me one of them. Um, because I think I, at the time I was buying a bunch of like Jameson bottles and oh. maybe started getting into a uh, bullet and he gave me one of those, uh, knob Creek little shooters and I about died. I like, I, oh, I, I, bet. I have a greater appreciation for you saying like, Oh, I don't give like the harsh stuff. Uh, to new drinkers because now or new uh, whiskey sippers um... unless they're assholes <laughs> if they're assholes yeah. and you give them the fucking harsh shit yeah or well no actually I take that back Texas. you give them fucking Stillhouse or Giant Texas still, fuck those guys still can't don't believe, be an asshole uh, like assholes do not get good things right like okay maybe they take a return that other people wouldn't have accepted, but karma's gonna bite you in the ass, and you're gonna meet one of us, and we're gonna give you some fucked up whiskey. Mm-hmm. So, or someone, I said meet one of us, but you probably won't meet one of us unless you're a patron. Then you might meet us, especially in person, but or not in person uh, through video. But eventually, mm-hmm. you could meet us. You know, who knows? But if you're, you know, you're gonna meet someone like us that has the same mentality, and they're gonna be like, "Fuck you." You're an ass. And we'll we'll uh serve it to you with a smile. <laughs> yeah. And you will you will put that down and we're gonna be like, oh my god, what did you think? Like act like we fucking loved it. <laughs> we are going to be and then afterward I'm gonna be like, haha, fucker. I knew you wouldn't yeah, like it. Especially like cause we could definitely put on the whole like oh dude, this is like one of my favorite whiskeys. Um it's hard to come by and um (laughs) you're definitely gonna enjoy it and just talk it up as much as possible and then you go to try it and uh you're sitting there hurting (laughs) and i'm gonna be like like, i'm gonna just say oh this is an interesting bottle if you want to try something interesting here's here's something interesting and i'm gonna give it to him like after no i'm gonna give it to him first like this is an interesting whiskey. <laughs> no, yeah, you give it to them first, and then you still give them, your, or, and then they're like, "Oh," because they're they're bound to do the 
polite thing of like, oh, yeah, it's good. And then in their mind, they're like, fuck, that was hard to get down. And they're like, okay, you like that? Let me let me show you. And then you give them like second runner up of the most fucking harsh. still house. <laughs> fuck. Or you go from giant Texas to Henry McKenna, the regular whiskey, <laughs> and just go from like fucked up to like super sweet, kind of awkward. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, you know, and I, I'd probably say this is the sweetest thing you're going to get tonight because I'm not going to be sweet to those assholes. So oh, just yeah. don't be an asshole. That's the moral of the story there. That's the, um, the yeah. By the way, I'm going to say this will, this bottle is a top five for me with a cigar. I know usually we like to go high proof, but I don't think having this with a high cigar is going to high spice. Yeah. Um, and, and this one's more of the balanced that, sorry, a little more balanced. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it's, it's not that high proof though. That gives you the punch in the face, which is why usually I go to the higher proof because it gives you more flavor, right? But I think you get a lot of flavor out of this whiskey without needing that proof. And I think right. it's going to, it's going to pair very well with a cigar. Um, I don't think now I I've never said to have whiskey with us with like a steak. I don't think it works well. I think that's why you go like, if you go to a nice restaurant, get it like a nice old fashioned or something to have with mm-hmm. your meal. A cocktail. And, yeah. yeah. Get a cocktail just because I think a steak and the, and bourbon kind of, you kind of take away from both, right? Like you have the bourbon. It's, it kind of, tingles your tongue a little bit then you lose a little bit of flavor from the steak then you have the steak you go back to the bourbon and you're like ah this kind of sucks it doesn't suck but it's you just aren't getting either of the full flavors right like that's Mm -hmm. the one reason that i like drinking bourbon versus beer i have beer and i snack like a motherfucker well i I have have beer and i'm like not full but i'm bloated and not feeling good anymore like I, i i I can't have as much beer as I used to be able to. I agree. Um, so I, I think this one is, this is, shoot, I'd probably say this is a, I, I couldn't give you a ranking of my top bourbons. The hardest question I've ever had is what's your favorite bourbon? <laughs> Dude, That's so was, fucking hard. Yeah. And, and the other hard one is like, what should I start with? And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. Yeah, no, it's and tough. I, especially if like they're a good friend and they're wanting to like get into bourbons. You're like, okay, I don't want to push them away, obviously. But I've tried so many and I'm like, oh, but I, I have a different, I might have a different palate than that this person. Mm-hmm. So I may steer them the wrong way. <laughs> so I, I have my like top five, top six that has like uh which i th- i think i talked about this in the pa- the most recent patreon episode um but i i have a decent i feel like a decent lineup and it involves one no two bondeds okay i like it i mean the funny thing is I could pro I probably would have said like when we we're first starting this or maybe like 
maybe up to like 20 episodes in, I probably had a much better feel like thinking, oh, these are the whiskeys I'd give to someone new to bourbon. And now, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I have now probably had close to 250 to 300 different bourbons. Right. And now it's fucking hard. Yeah, it's very difficult. Like, what's your favorite bourbon? Well, what day of the week? And how bad (laughs) was my work day? Like, you know, or how many fights? Like, did did I fight with my fiance that day? Did I fight with my wife? You know, whoever it may be. And that all plays a factor. Because you say, like, it was a shit day. Well, that high proof, that's the best bourbon. Mm -hmm. I have my buddies around. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say with the with the high proofs, it, it's also like okay, but what what type of shit show was it? Because uh, I I will be honest, uh, benchmark full proof hundred it's one hundred twenty five proof, like yeah. that one. I'm kind of like I didn't have that shitty of a day, but if it was like a pretty shitty ass day. I'm gonna pull out the the one that I lost uh, most of the. <laughs> the oh shit! In. Yeah, you just want to hurt that one. By the way, is basically an anise bomb. Uh huh. It's like yeah. alcohol that, that and anise. Rough. That's about <laughs> it. Um, it's rough, but it does taste good, though. I I will say it's it's an interesting flavor. It almost tastes like a liqueur because of like just the straight anise, but that's an American whiskey that you're talking about. It's a American light whiskey, I think age for Mm -hmm. 14 years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. So it's tough. It's like people ask you and to be honest, like I don't have the best memory. Like I really don't. They're like, Oh, what's your favorite whiskey? And then I'm like trying to run through my mind. I have like 180 bottles here. And I'm like trying to run through my mind, which is it? Which is it? Is it that one? That one? And then I'm like, you know, how long is it going to take me to think through 180 fucking bottles? <laughs> True. And and then think about all the bottles we've had that I haven't actually, you know, actually like gone all the way through. Yeah. Or like, yeah. How many bottles have I tried that I don't have? And then and then you're thinking like. Well, do I want to say E.H. Taylor single barrel and this fucker will never see it in their life? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not that fun, right? Like, you know, when you, you you hear these people talking about, like, their favorite whiskey and they're like, oh, I loved McAllen 50 year. And you're like, motherfucker, like, no one ever gets to try that. Go buy a fucking <laughs> bottle of that, please, because I'm sure that's like 50 grand, you know, mm-hmm. some stupid shit. By the way, I, I don't know if you watched... um uh, uh, Cobra Kai, the new season. Did you watch it yet? I I finally finished it today. Okay, so I I was watching a TikTok and Is they were it, talking oh. about Habiki, uh, fifty year that they have at, uh-huh. at his dinner. Do you remember that one? I, and that it's uh, out of the Centauri. It's out of uh, Centauri. Yeah, it's out of Centauri. Uh, and Jim Beam's actually owned by Centauri. Right, and that's why you have like the Legion, which I heard someone speak really highly about Legion. We should try it. That's the one where the Japanese whiskey maker worked with the bourbon master distiller to come up with Legion. Oh, it was Centauri Toki Toki. However, Toki was the one that we did. 
the cheap yeah. Japanese whiskey. Uh, don't recommend. If you're gonna, if you want to try Japanese whiskey, you got to spend like 60, 80 bucks. Just mm-hmm. like it's just like Scotch. You mm-hmm. really got to hit up that like borderline triple digit price point to like have something enjoyable anymore. That's why we like bourbon. Um, but that bottle of Habiki fifty year mm-hmm. is apparently forty five grand. Holy shit! Yeah. So I was I was at a work event once, and we were talking to some people, and come to find out, they like whiskey. I was not about to say anything about the podcast at my work, <laughs> right? So especially like in the corporate office with a bunch of like people that I just met. I'm like, yeah, I don't need them to hear me talk about abortion, different <laughs> shit that we talked you about. Always, in the you past. always bring that one up. I always do because that, that I swear to God, whiskey. I swear to God, I didn't hate that whiskey. If that was the, um, redemption weeded, mm-hmm. that was redemption weeded. I didn't hate it. I gave it a four. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I didn't like it as much. You gave it a four if it was the weeded. Okay. But, or I think it was, it was I, like maybe, a, it was, it maybe, wasn't a shit was, rating. It was maybe, the Charles was fell asleep. The, <laughs> that and, uh, maybe it was the topic itself that, cause we, we were both getting, he, not heated, but it, it wasn't like a pleasant conversation it was one of those like hard conversations that both of us probably left like god dang why did we bring this one up <laughs> yeah it definitely was that you know who wanted to talk about that um the guy that fell asleep yeah exactly so and that's fine like that's what we're here for but i think we lost about 40 percent of our listeners at the time from that episode so <laughs> you know it's it's that's why that epi- that's why i bring move, up Cotton. that's why i bring up that topic and you know I, if you could make it through that episode, you can make it through the rest of ours. I think that's the most controversial episode. Unless you get really offended by the he, she, the, the whole gender identity <laughs> bullshit. Um, and I'm not saying it is like bullshit, but like all the shit that's coming around it. Like if that's what you want to be called by your friends. Cool. Just, you know, you don't have to tell the world. Uh, the world doesn't have to fucking know. Just like, you know, if I had don't EB, be. I don't have to tell everyone that I have ED. I mean, I don't yet. I'm sure I will at some point, but you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, not everybody needs to know. Or if you're a part of EDD, uh, what's it, that? It's the uh, uh, erectile dysfunction. Shoot. No, dysfunction it's it's employment. It, 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 it's employment something something. Uh, like if you lost your job and oh, and like the, okay, 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 gotcha, but. That that was that was probably the the most touchy topic we ever talked about. And if you ever hear us like, and you're like, "Damn, they 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 kind of mellowed out." Well, that's part of it. And then also we put the episodes that are similar to that content onto Patreon. So if you want to join mm-hmm. there, patreon.com forward slash whiskey podcast. But I don't even remember what we were talking about. Um. Well, since oh. since we're talking about since we're talking well since. We keep bringing up Patreon and everything uh, for right now. Um, this episode is airing during the time that Red, our red shirt, is available. So, yes, and um, that's remember everybody deployed. Mm-hmm. So, actually, if you want to see that shirt, 
go to reach out to or check out Schweik on uh, TikTok. And he does a great presentation of that. We kind of left it open for more of like our followers, followers that mm-hmm. wanted something like that because generally things that we release on Patreon as exclusive, we do not release to the public. So we come up with like Red some cool Fridays. shirt ideas. Yeah, Red Fridays. Sorry. Is Red that's Fridays. his that's the thing on uh TikTok. So it's uh so yeah, so we've kind of let them do it. We didn't push it, but if you do, if you are interested, make sure to go follow uh Hubby Live and uh Schweik. Schweik on TikTok is S C H W I or just reach out to us and we'll get you in touch with him. <laughs> that yeah. will it's S C H W I K E. I yeah, so, I, I yeah. You'll I find him. I want to put an E after the I. So. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like sweet? For some reason. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's a good point, Devo. But yeah, we have our Red Friday shirt that uh, Victor so generously uh, designed made for us. Yeah. Yeah. We we do have an internal designer. Um, <laughs> and he, he works for Old Tub. Um, <laughs> he wishes, dude. Right. I don't know. I think he enjoys it as kind of like a side thing. And like we reach out to him. So that's why I kind of like I would never ask him to like do it, you know, doing that full it's time. I don't think escape. he would enjoy it. Yeah. It's kind of his hobby. But, you know, we <laughs> I thought we were going to have time for a topic, but the whiskey lasted about an hour. Then we started talking about random things about like how expensive Hibiki to 50 is. I, I kind of lost track of my thoughts too. <laughs> like in, in fucking knob Creek is great with that. I always forget what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm drinking this I, shit. I, I think that's also why I like it is that it, it does help you escape. <sighs> like you're not worrying about the day to day. You're, you're in the moment and just talking whatever nonsense, uh, topic yeah that's that's, uh up so i mean we 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 generally uh discuss either through text or um right before we go ahead and press record (laughs) like what topic we're gonna end up discussing so if you end up having uh any uh discussion topics that you want us to uh touch on that's preferably not necessarily uh, politically. Well, actually, based. let's let's correct that. If you push the boundaries with your topic, that's going to Patreon. Right. If you go with a regular topic, that's a regular episode. You right. know, and and like pushing slight boundaries, like you know, new topics. We've talked about religion. We've talked about politics. Those are touchy topics. We try not to like go too hard against one side unless it's just ridiculous. But the only the only thing that I would like to say as being someone who uh, e- even a lot of uh, well a lot of um, <laughs> everyone that has been a part of uh, Whiskey Biz, <laughs> well, I should say our the producers. Main cast. No, the, oh, the oh, main everyone cast. in the okay. 
have called me a, a, a Bible thumper at one point or uh, yes. told me that I was. Uh, I, I do think that bourbon slash uh, whiskey in general is the Holy Spirit. Okay, I like it. Well, not of of the spirits for alcohol wise, I think it's the holy one. I think so. I mean, if you if you go back in history, uh, you know that's why America's that, uh, Jesus this, turned water into wine. But <laughs> it, religion and Christianity was the reason that we have the United States we do today. So you know what would be more holy <laughs> this kind of than <laughs> bourbon out of the U.S. Uh, you know, manifest destiny led bourbon to be the whiskey of the world. I mean, the uh, whiskey of the, is whiskey. the Bible. Technically, moonshine, moonshine is, is whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. It is. So. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you're not wrong, Devo. You're not wrong. I'm especially with you there. You, especially, like, you can't help but say holy in, in front of uh, having, like, a, a good barrel-proof or barrel strength, cask strength, just high proof, high octane uh, whiskey. And you can't help but say, holy shit. Yeah, I agree. Because the next day you're definitely having the whiskey shits and you're like, shit, holy shit. Yeah, no, you're right. You you were right, Devo. I'm with you here. I'm with you. And not going to lie, if you're a really religious person and Jesus showed up at your doorstep, a glass of whiskey would help calm you down for that conversation. <laughs> for for your nerves, yes. Yep, yep. It's got you. It's got your back. Yeah. So so, so th- this is how skewed my uh, thought on it is. Uh, I, I think Jesus would be like, okay, so you, you got that um, that you're pouring. Um it's meant to be shared. <laughs> Pour me a glass. <laughs> right? I don't think he didn't partake when he made water into wine. You don't think that he didn't partake? Okay, yeah. So the double I think negative. he partook. I, I wasn't sure if I heard the double negative or not. Yeah, that was a double negative. No, which means I he mean, did. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. It, it would have been easier if I just said, I'm sure he had what he made. Right. Yeah. And I mean, wine, well, uh, whiskey, like, ah, come on. Dur- during that time, it, it was supposed to be communal. It, it, it Obviously, it says, uh, you know, not to uh, overdo things and not to overindulge in uh, and, and not get drunk. But, you know, if you're if you're going to enjoy it, enjoy it with friends. OK, let's be real right now. OK, uh-huh. you we're talking about. I'm going to cover like five alcohols right here. I think I can cover. <laughs> okay. And you tell me if I'm offline with this, right? Tequila brings some people together and causes others to fight. True. Shit. Oh, I think so I may have false. just ruined my bourbon discussion or my bourbon push. Uh, it depends. Whiskey push. It depends. It, it, because it depends. Cause there is like, you know, no, no, certain no, parts of the no. country, they have too much whiskey and you know it brings people together, and it causes them to fight. I just it, it, it depends on the type of uh, bourbon slash whiskey, because um, in our earlier stages of the podcast, we talked about um, shooter or sipper. 
Yeah, and we found out that that was not a good one because, fuck, you really have to be a masochist to want to shoot a lot of whiskey. Like, it just, that fucking hurts. I I think we were already starting to uh, go away from that with Quarter Horse Rye. Yeah, you guys shot that. Yeah, we did. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with you guys. Never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off of my my topic of why, but like really, like you get a bottle of whiskey. We're talking about the U.S. right now, right? What brings Mm -hmm. people together better than like they're like, hey, I got this. I fucking get a bottle of Pappy. I could bring a crew of people to my house. I don't even know half of them, dude. You could sell tickets, dude. Swear to God, especially if I got like an 18 or 21 year, like people would be like lining up to have a glass mm-hmm. of this. And I only have one bottle, which means that's what 16 that, glasses. That, it's an ounce and a half pour. No, that's that, shots. That means, that, that means you're doubling on your money because you are telling them that they have to put in money for a raffle and then uh, they still have to pay for admission. <laughs> there you go. I like it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, you think That's when was the last time? <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Um, when was the last time you're like, ooh, someone got a really good bottle of tequila. Let's go over to their house. Like, I- I've never experienced that. I know some people do really like tequila. So, uh, when you and Victor made fun of me for not stopping by either of your guys' houses while I was in the area, yeah, um, I almost hit up Schweik, or not Schweik, sorry, Feisty. Um, I was thinking of Schweik for uh, other reasons of what he's helped us out with, but uh, Feisty because he's into tequila. Ah. And, um, I almost hit him up because I was, well, I asked Ariana, I was like, okay, uh, we're going to a kid's birthday party. Do we need to bring anything other than just the gift for the kid? And she goes, no. And I was like, I, I feel weird. Like, I feel like I should right? bring a bottle for uh, my buddy. And I was like, well, I haven't talked to him in a while. I know uh, at one point he was really into, into tequila. And we always had margaritas and uh, pina coladas. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, do I get rum or go. do I get tequila? But he's uh, Nicaraguan, so I was like, uh, maybe I'm a little bit uh, better at getting him like some type of tequila." But I almost hit up Feisty for that. I was like, "Shoot, I need to find out that, what is better." That dude, <laughs> <Don> Julio, or <laughs> that dude definitely knows more about tequila than I'll ever know about tequila. Yeah. So, um, but no, it it he will very... kill you for saying, "Yeah, I'm going to get him Don Julio." You say oh, Don know. Julio or Patron, that dude, he's like rolling over. Like he may have just ran into a vehicle listening <laughs> to this in his car. Oh, I, I, I figured as much. That's why I threw out Don yeah. Julio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than like Jose Cuervo. <laughs> well, Jesus, and that, 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 was, that was that was the other side where I was like thinking of it. I was like, well, no. Jose Cuervo is in a lot of the pre-mixed margarita mix. And I was like, no, can't go with that. So they also use brown Don- sugar to color it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, and then I was also thinking like, okay, Don Julio is at least classy enough to kind of look like, um, shoot, the Canadian whiskey. Why can't I think of it right now that oh, we had? Oh, Caribou Crossing. 
Caribou Crossing. Like their, yeah, it their has bottle that, like, shapes are a little bit yeah, similar. I got you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but like, when have you ever heard someone be like, "Oh, I got this great bottle of gin." Hey, everybody, come over. Let's let's have a glass of this. Like, are, fuck are that. You no, mean, you, you mean I, you're not gonna call people over when you got uh what is it, Aviator? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean. And and to be honest, like if someone's like, I got this thousand dollar bottle of gin. Why don't you guys come over? We'll have a glass. I'm going to be like, nah, you're going to waste it on me. Why don't you just pour me some cheap whiskey? Well, shoot. Like, uh, uh, like when we were teenagers, uh, Sky Vodka was like the shit. Put yeah. And that's with orange juice and you're, you're set. But like to have vodka by itself. No. Yeah, and that's another one. Like vodka, you're like, oh, let's have some good vodka together. I'm like, mm, why don't you just give me the cheap stuff? I'm not going to enjoy it as much as you. You know, and maybe that's a personal well, thing, me, but for me, I, I do, black out. So, I, right? <laughs> I, I do feel like whiskey is a more conversational drink. Like it really it is. is. It's because more you can, communal. Yeah, yeah. like. Vodka, I could put down a glass of vodka in no time. I could put out a put down a glass of I mean I'd I'd have to chug tequila because that just hurts. I I it's painful for me. Mm-hmm. Uh but I could put down tequila pretty easily. But like sipping on it, like it, I'm gonna be sipping like I, no, now. I need it to go. I need it to go down quick. I, I think I think Gabriel Iglesias uh uh, fluffy if you guys don't know uh he's mm-hmm. a comedian um he said it probably best that like the different alcohols make you act a different way like for him uh having like tequila or vodka he takes one shot and he's in a, a woo stage of yeah. like uh I, I i can't do it right now but like just like shouting out and and being wild Woo! Uh, with both yeah yeah exactly um <laughs> uh, and he said that for the first time like the first time he had uh wine he he didn't know how to react until it finally hit him and that wine hit him like an hour later than what he was expecting <laughs> and that he ended he ended up being uh a little bit more uh distinguished and whatnot and i feel like uh i feel like bourbon and in uh rise whiskey well rye yeah rice um can make you feel the same way where it has like a delayed response but you're coherent and you're not going crazy for the sipper with the sipper ones uh, agreed yeah not agreed. not like the fireball which isn't really a whiskey or a bourbon but yeah, it's not Jack Daniels or anything yeah. like that either. Yeah, no, I get it. It, I, I, I feel like Jack Daniels kind of ruined whiskey or bourbon because it's supposed to be a bourbon, but it, it, it doesn't want to call itself a bourbon. Well, I'm kind of glad they separated themselves. <laughs> that is true too. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good call. Now again, I so you hear you'll hear me talk shit about two different whiskeys, and that's Buffalo Trace. And Jack Daniels. Buffalo have- Trace because it's overhyped. Buffalo Trace isn't bad. Uh it's decent, but it's overhyped. Jack Daniels, it's just not good. 
But Jack Daniels makes a lot of other outside of like the standard black label that everyone knows and is on every fucking T-shirt at a fucking country concert. Number seven. Yeah. Uh, the, they I make other Buffalo good Chase stuff. Did it good with with uh, Benchmark Eight. <laughs> I, dude, no joke. <laughs> Benchmark Eight better than fucking Buffalo Trace. True. True. I mean, and it we, was we talked about that too. Uh, yeah. In that ep- in those episodes, because we did two episodes of uh, the six that are in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of that, if you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. Uh, unfortunate thing is that to get those bottles, you will most likely have to uh, order it online. They are available but, in California now, though. All six. Yeah. Oh shit! They are. Okay. They are so. You may have to order them certain ones. I mean, who knows who's going to have what? I don't know if just a massive shipment got thrown off and it ended up in California and they're like, well, I don't want to <laughs> ship it back. So here you go. Or if maybe they're making benchmark a little bigger. For some reason, I was thinking of oceans right there. Like, oh, shoot, uh, we missed the dock. <laughs> right. That's. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I, I'm amazed that honestly, this didn't feel like an hour and a half long episode. Mm hmm. That whiskey is fucking good. That is... uh, It's tricky, though, because I think it's fantastic. You think it's fantastic. If you aren't a spice-heavy person, maybe it's not worth buying. But I think if if you're a bourbon drinker and you've had a lot of... By a lot, I mean, if you've had 30-plus bottles of bourbon, uh, tried 30 different bottles of bourbon, Mm -hmm. and you're like, I enjoy bourbon, you'll like this. If you're someone newer to bourbon and you have to stay on the sweeter side of bourbon, which I duh, there's really not a sweet side of bourbon. There's not a lot, but uh, you might want to stay away. But, you know, I, I think most bourbon it's, drinkers, most if not all bourbon drinkers would thoroughly enjoy this. Yeah, definitely. And if you've got a, a good friend that's looking out for you in your journey through uh bourbon uh and they've had this there this is probably within their top five but they're not going to show it to you until you've had a decent amount under your belt i i feel like i would show this to someone that has had like 10 different bourbons to be honest I think it'd be an interesting one to throw in. I'd still probably like say it's someone newer to whiskey or newer to bourbon and they enjoy bourbon, but they haven't like had a bunch. I'd probably be apt to pull in the nine year instead of the 12. See if they can handle the nine year. And if they like the nine year, then give them the 12. Okay. Yeah, because the, the flavors definitely are... has. Sorry, go ahead. I oh, feel like I've uh, cut uh, you off all night. <laughs> no, I, I I feel like I've done the same, but um, I, I the nine year definitely has the cherry notes as well, um, but is it is definitely more spice and heat 
and uh, ethanol ethanol forward yeah. uh, than this one. I agree. So yeah, I th- I think you're right. You definitely show the nine year first. Yeah, and then if if they're like, oh, you know, it's good, but it it's like hot, then you're like, okay, well, here here's something a a, a little bit better. Same Fair. same distillery and everything, uh, but I think you'll enjoy it a little bit more. And Agreed. then you can have a discussion on, um, maybe the finer things in life. <laughs> Bro, you have this bottle. You have a couple glasses with someone. You're going to talk about a lot of shit you didn't expect to talk about. That's just a no. That's there's no questions asked. And but if do you, our oh. episodes uh, say anything about Knob Creek, uh, dude, you, you don't know where uh, Knob Creek will take you. Um, every fucking time. <laughs> I mean, this one, this one was like a mellower one, and maybe it's because it's the twelve year. It's like it's well, it, they did a great job with it, you know, that kind of shit. But fuck, we've been all over the fucking place. The Joker yeah, stickers but- on the back of those bottles, <laughs> fucking great. They explain exactly where you expect your night to go. You have no mm-hmm. fucking clue. Someone's going to be laughing. You don't know if it's good or bad. True. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Diva, you have any final thoughts? If you've been listening this long, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to give us uh, five stars on a rating <laughs> on love Spotify it. or uh, Apple Podcasts. I love it. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo!